That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here and just talking about your musical career and uh, appreciate you being on Millennials in Ministry. But first question I want to ask you is, um, so when did you start playing music? Yeah, that's around the time you just talked about. Um, really? Yeah, at church, I was, well, I started like kind of banging around and stuff around two years old. And then okay. my parents got me a drum set and I started taking lessons at three. And then um, my dad really, really wanted me to play piano and organ. So he got me classical piano lessons at age four. Wow. So, yeah, wow. It's, it's, and did you always love music or was it more of by default? Because you, you told me your family is all musically inclined. So did it take a while for you to have a love for it or did you love it off the bat? Um, I always loved it and I always always wanted to do it but at first I really just wanted to be a drummer like I was like drums over yeah. everything this is this is it for me right. and my dad is he always told me he's just like a drummer will always need somebody else to play with because all mm -hmm. they play is drums so wow. I started falling in love with the piano and then I got older in college and just oh transition as an adult to being here in Los Angeles like it just kind of just been keys ever since yeah. That's cool. And so when did you realize, um, I actually really like what your dad said, because that's something interesting. I like to play drums too, not nearly as good as you. Oh my goodness. But with the drums, like, you're right, like, you always need another musician to play with it, but keys can kind of stand alone, on, stand on its own, which is a good, really good point. Um, but I also want to ask you, so when did you realize that you were really good at what you did, and that you could actually make a career out of music? Um... I would say between like 13 and 14, middle, between middle school and high school, like started doing gigs around town with with like grown men and like keeping uh -huh. up and being able to sound like them and not be like, oh, he's just a kid. Like, don't worry about him. Like, it's like, no, yeah. I'm holding my own weight. And um, also when I went to this summer camp at uh, Berkeley College of Music, I'm in mm -hmm. Boston, and when I just realized the talent pool was like some of the most talented youth all mm -hmm. across the world, it was just How like, old okay. were you when you did the summer camp? I think I was 16. Okay. Yeah, okay. 16. Um, wow. And then once I realized, it's like, okay, like I'm, I'm in the ballpark, like I can do yeah. this. <laughs> so wow. yeah, so I really just, I've always been serious about it, but then I knew it was like, okay. I can I can really make a difference in this industry. And yeah. Just did you work hard. to college at Berkeley School of Music as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. I actually at that same camp they actually let you audition uh to okay. get into the school and to get scholarships. So I did both and received both at the end. I got like That's I think so I got cool. like half or something like that. But it was it was it was cool. It was wow. Cool. So I, everybody wants to know, like, how did you go from playing in church, playing small gigs around town, to now traveling with these major artists, you know, like Pharrell or Charlie and all these other people, you know, how did you go from, from that to that? You know, like, what's the story behind that? Um, the story is uh, my roommate, Darren Javon at the time. Uh, one of my three roommates, he was like, yeah, I want to do these, like, cover videos, and uh, I'm going to put them on YouTube probably, like, once a week. And I was mm -hmm. like, man, that sounds really cool. Like, nobody's doing that for drums, like, in a professional mm -hmm. manner. And 
after a while, he's just like, you know, like, I'm going to start doing arrangements to these drum videos. And it's like, I heard the first one he did, and it was like, you know, I forgot what movie it is, but somebody starts thinking, there's like a meme where you start thinking about stuff, and you're in deep thought, and all these, like, super mathematical problems come out. And it was like, when I heard the song, all these ideas popped out in my head, and I was just like, yo, yeah. you might really be on to something. So yeah. I put my two cents in, and the video, we put it up on YouTube, and it just, it went viral, it went crazy. So then we did, like, really? three more. And then I would go around, like, to different places in different cities on the East Coast, and people were like, I'm introducing myself, and they're like, I know who you are. And it's like, wow. okay, this is serious. That's cool. Yeah. So okay. social media really helped you, like, catapult your career, really. So, social media changed my life. Because, I wow. mean, as you know, being on the western side of Michigan, Kalamazoo, yeah. Battle Creek, yeah. they're, they're known for, like, sports. Like, the only right. way you get out is if you play football or baseball. Right. Yeah, a couple basketball people, but it's really not for music. So it's mm -hmm. just like that. That took me out of the small town and put me wow. into worldwide spotlight. That's so cool. Yeah. So who was the first major artist that you got to perform with? Um, first major artist, uh, Miguel. Oh, wow. Yeah, what was that was, like? Oh, it was so much fun. Um, I was actually, my friend hit me up. He was like, you know, um, we're down one musician this week. And uh, it was in Chicago. The gig was in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I mean, if they, I drive down and play. Like, I just wanted to hang out with my friends because I hadn't seen them in so long. Yeah. Um, and we ended up doing a show at this venue called The Shrine in Chicago. And, um, like, I just thought it was going to be a one-time thing. And then next thing you right. know, they hit me back. And I was like, all right, you want to go to the next city? And I'm like, cool. Wow. Like, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was an amazing experience because he's so full of energy. And I've been yeah. very fortunate that everybody that I've toured with or performed with are usually end up being, like, really prolific um, songwriters. Yeah. So, like, for him to have that combination of stage presence, and, I mean, he's a rock star, like, to That's be that cool. and to be able to write like great songs for himself and other artists that people don't even yeah. know about. It, it changed do my you, life. Do you help some of these artists write their songs? Are you part of that process at all with the gift that you have? Not yet. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely one of the goals. But um, usually they, they already have it done. And it's like, yeah. all right, this song, like you could hear it, like you play it in rehearsal or something. It's like, all right, this one is going to go big. And then it yeah. does. Okay. So, okay. but no, that is one of my goals in the future. And it's just like using the connections and the relationships that I do have. Yeah. And yeah, uh, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Now, do you sing too or do you just play? <laughs> probably, I haven't sung probably I, since I the last time you saw me. Yeah, my, my dad and my mom. But, yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah, I gave that gift up to the Lord about about fourth <laughs> grade at the children's choir kind of went down. I was okay. like, and I, I lost it. Like, it's yeah, not, that's yeah, how I feel I too. Like, I used to sing all the time, but it's been so long since I've used my voice, and I feel like I don't know, man. I don't it, know if I can resurrect that. Yeah, you know? it's it's not like riding a bike. Like, you right. will lose. You will lose it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I feel like I'm just. 
I'm probably just too self-conscious to try to work it back because, I mean, I probably hum out something a little bit, but I'm never like, oh, I'm really seriously singing right now. Right, right, I hear you. Yeah. So what's been one of the coolest experiences for you over all the different experiences you've had with different artists and traveling and all that? Um, Coolest experiences. Um, that's tough. There's been a lot. I feel like um, when we went to South Africa, I went to South Africa with Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. and we actually got to, like, go. Well, I went there with her, and I also went another time with Kenny Lattimore. And, like, okay. for me to see the motherland and just, you know, how they depict it on TV yeah. and stuff, it's all about poverty and all of that. And it's, like, it's actually yeah. one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my entire life. It's That's paradise. You have wow. to go. Like, wow. it's just, people joke about Wakanda, but it's it's really there. Like, I promise <laughs> you. And, and, You're like, no, it really is No, it's, it's a real, it's, wow. it's real. Like, there's just, like, endless jungle and, like, green and just, it's, it's in one of the most beautiful places on earth. Really? And just That's to go there and pet, I, like, I got to pet a lion cub. Like, who does That's that? Awesome. I'm, I barely want to pet somebody's dog. And right. I, it's like it was a lion. Like, I hope this thing does not eat me. That's but, crazy. Yeah, I think that's, about, that's the best. What about, like, one of the worst experiences you had? And it could have just been, like, you didn't think that place was going to be like that, you know? Uh, <laughs> same place, Africa. Really? <laughs> um, no, we were going to Tanzania, and um, and we had to get a work visa to go in. But mm-hmm. since our flight, my flight that I got in was the last flight in, the promoter had already left. And, yeah. like, you needed to pay, like, cash, like $100 cash to get the visa. And I didn't have any cash on me. So that was my lesson. Always have cash. No matter what, like cards yeah. and chips, they're all good, but you should have a little cash or you just in yeah. case. I was held up at the airport, like the lights, they were turning the lights off, shutting the machines down. Yeah. It was hot. There was no AC. I'm in yeah. a whole different place. It's just me and a couple of my bandmates. And I'm like, <laughs> what are guys, what are we going to do? Like right. they, want, they want $100 from all three of us each. So, so what'd you do? Um, I, I think the other two guys kind of put some money together to kind of total okay. it. And then the promoter wasn't trying to reimburse us. No. It was just like, I'm like, man, we need this money back by the time we leave. Yeah. Like it wasn't, we weren't, even, this was supposed to be taken care of already. Um, but yeah. that's just scary. Just being in a different country and not, and not knowing what's about to happen. Cause it's like, our, yeah. our, the rest of our crew was already there and they were asleep and it's like, okay. Yeah. These guys are cool, so yeah. but we were not cool at all, and that's <laughs> that's not the place you want to be on people money. Right, um, right. I hear you. Yeah. So tell me this. So what do you think is the secret to making it big as a musician? And Emily, oh 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 nine. I see you want to ask a question. If you have one, go ahead and post it. We'll see if we can ask it here. But um, for you, Derek, what's the secret to making it big? You know, like what do you tell other aspiring musicians? who are starting off small, you know, they feel like they can make a career out of it. What do you suggest they do in order to, you know, make it big, you know, like you? Um, that's a 
a complex question. Um, I feel like everybody's path is different. Um, everybody's timing is different. Um, I feel like I, even though I've been fortunate to do as much as I've done, I feel like there's yeah. still a very long way to go. And there's some things I need to improve on. Um, but just being ready, like with the whole Miguel thing, I had to learn the show, our show that night, the day wow. before, and then come in, no rehearsal, and just kill it. And it's like wow. sometimes you don't get the opportunity to rehearse, but if you are prepared and you've been practicing and you've been, you know, you've been praying, make sure your mind is right. Because, I mean, these gigs only last an hour to three hours. You still have that other 21 hours to right. live. You have to live with people. You're on a bus or you're on a plane. Right. And it's like yeah. your your whole personal life has to be intact. And, um, yeah. and it's, it's, yeah, it's all about preparation and your reputation is everything. Your word is everything. Yeah. Um, you have to be reliable. Um, and I think that's it. Just making connections and meeting the right yeah. people because it's just, it's a huge network, but at the same time, it's a really small world. Yeah. And you never know who's watching and who's listening, especially right. in the social media age that we're in right now. Like, I could be posting something or, somebody might see it and not even like it so i didn't even right. know that they saw it right so it's just right. yeah you well, just Jay, gotta really stay on it along with that topic emily triple oh nine says i'm 14 and i'm super afraid to post videos and things so do you have any advice for her i would love to produce a song with charlie but i'm a teen and i feel like nobody as famous as him would want to do that any advice for emily just put it up yeah if you feel it's good i mean just do your best you have yeah. to start you have to start somewhere and i mean charlie right. is a musician just like us um yeah. he went to berkeley as well um and i mean he, he has done countless beats and he's never satisfied like a lot all these artists like and songwriters that we don't even see like mm -hmm. there's so many people that are never satisfied and they're writing every day they're producing every day like yeah. we never get to hear the 10 bad beats that they made for the two or three good ones that are smashes. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's the process and you, you everybody has to go through it. Like, yeah, you just have to wait it out and you have to, you have to fight for it. Like, and, That's good. And you can get it. Anything is possible. Yeah. And, and Laura just asked this question. That was actually my next question is what is your next goal in your career? I know you talked a little bit about wanting to, maybe write more and do that, but any other career aspirations you have, even though you, I, I feel like you've accomplished so much already. How old are you? 20 what? Are you early 30s? Um, like, no, nah, I'm 27. I will be 28 okay. August, tw August 7th. This is weird. I feel so <laughs> old. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, it's cool. Wait, you'll be 28 August what? August 7th. Okay. Okay. I'll be 29 August. 15th okay I didn't realize, yeah I didn't realize you're in August too that's yeah, cool yeah 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 um yeah I do want to produce and write and really I want to do it at the same level that I do live music like I, yeah. I know it's there but at the same time I, I I feel like I have to fight myself sometimes because I, I overanalyze things and it's like mm -hmm. music and popular music which doesn't necessarily have to be pop music. It's just anything that's popular. That's the way yeah. I feel about it. It's so simple. 
And I mean, everybody's attention span is shorter and shorter by the day. Like songs that you hear songs on the radio now that are two minutes and 45 seconds. And they're like, that's not right. a song. Like that's a snippet. Right. But it's just like, yeah. if you don't do that, they're going to cut you off. Yeah. So um, I've done some production already, but I really want to do it at the highest level and, and be yeah. known for it and be respected for it. That's so cool. That's what it's I plan on working on this summer. It's interesting you say, too, um, having shorter songs, because there's this girl who produced a 15-minute music video called Wacky World. Mm-hmm. And each minute of the 15 minutes is an individual song. And I absolutely love the video because the video storyline bleeds into each next song. It's actually produced really, really cool. But she was saying how people's attention spans are so short now. So she wanted to capitalize on the one minute thing that Instagram is doing, you know what I mean, with the videos and stuff. Yeah. And did a phenomenal job with that. So I, I just totally agree with you with keeping things shorter and just paying attention to culture and where people's attention spans are, you know? Yeah, the the game is is surely changed like, yeah. since yeah. we were growing up. So it's it's cool, and you just have to adapt because it's like I mean, it will leave you behind if you don't. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. So Derek, um, last question here. So if people want to keep following you and stay in touch with you over your musical journey, what's the best way for people to do that? I don't know if you have a website or is Instagram the best way. What do you suggest people do? Um, Instagram, Instagram and Twitter is the best way. Okay. Um, my Twitter is at dcobs two six nine because you know, gotta rap Kazu still. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm. I try not to make social media my life, but I find myself, if I get bored, I'll just get on there real quick and see what's yeah. happening. You know, right yeah. now with the whole free agency with basketball, so I'm completely tuned in. But, um, <laughs> yeah, if you find me on there and just hit me up, and I, I usually respond. Like, awesome. sometimes it's crazy people, but, you know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks so much, Derek, for being on the show. I appreciate you taking some time out to chat with me and let me interview you about your story. And I'll definitely stay in touch with you. Appreciate it, man. Of course. Thank you for having me.